guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm your host, Abby Williams, tired mama four, the three, three and under are kicking my butt. Um, and now we've uh, added the daylight savings, the time change to the mix. So hopefully we all make it through this week. We get back on our routines and our schedules. Um, I dread these so much. I know so many of you also do. Um, I think it affects some kids worse than others. Um, So if it affects yours horribly like it does mine, Godspeed. I'll be thinking of you this week. Um, But speaking of sleep, I'm super excited because today we are welcoming Carla Pearl from Slumberland Solutions. Carla is a certified pediatric sleep consultant and the founder of Slumberland Solutions. Um, She helps families with customized plans to help you getting sleeping through the night, taking regular naps. Um, Her plans include information about the benefits and importance of sleep, recommendations for safe sleep spaces, Detailed schedule, a detailed schedule and bedtime routine, techniques to handle crying at bedtime and in the middle of the night. And guys, this does not mean cry it out. Every single sleep consultant I've ever talked to, you know, is not going to come in and make you do cry it out if that is not for you. Um, and she helps you find solutions to challenges the family may be experiencing at this time. Um, You can find Carla on her website at www.slumberlandsolutions.com, and she's also on Instagram and Facebook at Slumberland Solutions. And as a nice little perk, Carla is adding a 10% off customized sleep plan when you mention the Moses with Moms podcast. So if you reach out to her, just let her know that you listened to this episode or you found her on my... um, my social media, and she'll give you 10% off. And I seriously cannot speak more highly of these sleep consultants. Um, Sleep is so, so important for your child's development, but just for you and your sanity as well. Um, I know I have dealt with some like severe sleep deprivation. Josie was my monster child at sleeping, and I wish I would have gotten the help back then. Um, you know, like you look back and you kind of realize how you were just like running on fumes and how much that like affects everything. You know, it affects your marriage, it affects your parenting, it affects you as an individual. Um, and just like your ability to be present and calm, you know, just you need good sleep. So make sure that you're utilizing these kind of supports, um, night nurses, sleep consultants, whatever you got to do to get a good night's sleep go get it. So let's get started. Cheers. So Carla, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So Carla, kind of tell us a little bit about your motherhood journey and how you got involved in sleep consulting. Sure. So I have three of my own kids. I have two boys and a girl. They're all really close together. I had three kids in four years. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it was very hectic when they were little. And I just realized that the key to my sanity mostly was 
consistency and routines. Yeah, I'm very big with routines. And um, even to this day, my kids are all in college. And even to this day, like I think they I, I've ingrained it in them and they have like their own routines. Yeah. But routines. So um it's anyway, so funny, kind of yeah. like coming off of like the holiday break. You know, yeah. I was like I've been talking to so many um like parents about we needed to be back into the routine as much as like everybody, the kids did. I know everybody. <laughs> everybody was terrible. like, all right, let's go back to school and get back on the routine and back to sleeping and it eating is. right. And <laughs> yeah. And just yeah, like exactly. getting up and having a day with a structure to your day yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. So but I yeah. definitely think that like we need it as much as they do. <laughs> you do. I think a routine is like important. I think for your whole life, I don't yeah. know. Personally, for me anyway, like I, I don't function unless I have a set routine. Yeah. Um, so I kind of started that with my own kids and it really helped us really run smoothly, I guess, especially yeah. when they were little. And, you know, I had two kids in 18 months and then two years, a little over two years later, my third was born. Yeah. And it was like, even though my kids were so little, they were they were helping, they'd bring diapers, they would get bottles, they would get the baby toys, they would babysit. <laughs> Sounds like my life right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, totally. But you know what, it was great involving them. Yeah, but the best part of it was like, especially with sleeping, my kids, <laughs> I'm not a night person, I am a morning person. Yeah. So I can't function later at night. And I just I would get my kids to bed early. But it was funny, like they'd have dinner. I didn't even always wait for my husband to come home. I was like, listen, they're hungry, they're cranky, it's time for everybody to end our day and start our night. Yeah. So I would feed them. And they all knew they would run upstairs to go to the get into the bathroom to take a bath, like before I even finished cleaning up the kitchen. Sometimes, <laughs> like, come I on, mom, it's bath time. It is. Like, totally new. Bath yeah. time. They knew what was coming next. They understood what the routine was because we started it from basically day one. Right. And like, even when like kid, like they'd have their friends. You know, sometimes your friends are over, or whatever, and you know, you kind of go off your routine a little bit. Totally yeah. fine. It's all good. They'd be like the. The parents would be like, wait, where'd your kids go? And I'd have to go get them and say, we're not doing that now. <laughs> because yeah. that's what they knew. Yeah. And it just, it really, really helped because I never had, I, not never, I shouldn't say never, but like I didn't have those issues where they were up all night or they were fighting us or there were like so many things that I hear from parents today because we had a very consistent routine that worked for our family. Right. So I really, you know, when I work with families now, I try to understand what's happening within their home and their life. And I try to help them create a schedule, create a routine that's going to work for them. Right. You know, for example, like if they're two working parents, the kids are in daycare, they don't pick up till six or six thirty, they go home, they have dinner and, and, you know, and then they have their whole nighttime routine. I can't tell them, well, you know, your kids are little, they should be in bed at six thirty seven. It's It's impossible. <laughs> So it's not right. like it's, you know, it, so you have to, I have to work around their schedule. And right. if it's a little bit later of a bedtime, we're going to like, we're going to accommodate it in other parts of the day so that the children aren't overtired. The parents are able to spend a little bit of time with their kids and, yeah. and we make it work. 
So it's, you so know, it's my, very individualized, like very much client. So. Yeah. Yeah, very much. So it's not a, you know, it's not a cookie cutter form and it's not, you, I don't, I don't want to do that. And that's really what you're getting with any kind of coaching. You know, you're getting that one-on-one attention. What do you think about like families that it's like hard to kind of do a nighttime routine that's consistent when you have like all these different variable variables that kind of change, you know, where you have basketball on Mondays and Wednesdays, you know, yeah. and, like, but, and they're at different times on different days. And so, you know, the after school routine kind of has to be changed up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I ha- I'm actually working with a family right now that has yeah. that issue. So it's <laughs> so really what I try to help them understand is the process with me is going to take about two weeks total. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's really it to get the baby on a good routine, to get you on a good routine, to have, to make sure that the baby's sleeping enough, you know, the right amount of hours during the day for naps and good overnight sleep and all that. So for two weeks, you really need to find either have, grandparents come help or maybe get rides or something if you can't be home for nap time for the littlest one. Once the baby's schedule is established, once the routine is everyone's comfortable with it, if you have to go off it a little bit, it's okay. The baby is going to adapt. The baby will bounce back. You're, you know, it's not going to be as detrimental as as what you're going through now before you have all of that in place because right now if you know everything is there's no schedule in place and there's no routine in place and the baby's overtired and cranky and crying constantly you're not going to be living that once you get it all in place then the baby's going to feel better and they may even sleep outside of the crib. They may sleep in their car seat. They may sleep in the car. If it's nap, if it's their nap time, if it's that time that their body is accustomed to sleeping and then you don't have those issues as much. Yeah. So it's, you know, I try to tell them, try to get like, find a week, at least a week where you can devote all of your attention to the baby's schedule. And then once that week or so is up, we can adapt it to the rest of your life if you can. And if not, if that's not possible, because sometimes it's not, we adapt to the older children's schedule and we make the baby adapt to them. And, you know, babies are adaptable for the most part. And, you know, if they're tired, they're going to sleep. I think so, so. too. I feel like they're pretty, (laughs) like, resilient. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. And I I find that, like, they're pretty flexible, yeah. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Some so, of them are a little more difficult and you need that. No, but true. no, it's true. Like, and it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I do like to emphasize that it's really important for the babies to understand what their sleep space is. So if they're yeah. in a crib, that's where they take their naps. That's where they go to sleep at night. Try not to bring them into your own bed because yeah. they're going to get accustomed to that. And that's what they're going to be looking for. And that's what creates all these sleep challenges. So we're currently going through that with my three-year-old <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, we, I put her to bed and her bed and she's super easy to put down. You know, you just like yeah. you tuck her in and she goes right to bed. Um, 
but at some point in the night she is going to wake up and she's going to come find her dad and she's going <laughs> to sleep with her dad <laughs> wherever he may be she is finding him um and like we just i don't know I don't know, like, what do you like take her back to her bed? Yeah. Do you? So, yeah, that I run into that a yeah. lot. <clears throat> so, right. it really, it's a question of teaching her not to get out of bed. So, right. the second you hear her moving around, if you can catch it before she gets out of bed or out of yeah. her room, immediately bring her back. Try not to engage too much with her. Just, you know, remind her it's still nighttime. It's still sleep time. This is where she goes to sleep and you'll see her in the morning. Um, you can also try a wake to sleep clock, which yeah. is, you know, like those little clocks and show yeah. her, you know, red and green and, you know, red, stay in bed, green, you can wake up or whatever the colors are that you have, you know, they're yeah. for the toddlers, they have them so that the kids understand. <laughs> and you, know, you can tell you can't get up till, you know, this turns and then you can come find us. But it takes, you know, a few yeah. days for them to understand. And they love coming to sleep with us because it's, it's cozy. It's warm. It's, you know, it's oh my who gosh. wouldn't. I'm like she is um, all over her dad <laughs> at night and I'm like, Godspeed yeah. to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you He's really like, have to please make her, this you know. stop. I know. Yeah. So you have to just keep reminding her and you just bring her back. And then eventually she'll figure that out. She's, yeah. you know, what's happening is that if it's always at the same time during the night that she's waking up, she needs to learn how to connect that sleep cycle and then she'll sleep through it and she won't be getting up. Yeah. So it's, I know, feel it's, like it's, it's a different time every night. Wow. But it yeah. definitely happens every night. Right, right. Um, so she just has to learn how to connect those sleep cycles and transition yeah. between sleep cycles and just not get used to getting out of bed and going to find daddy. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's hard. I know. I'm like, my first one was like an amazing sleeper. I can't really remember like what me was like. <laughs> she was a baby, but now at three, I'm like, she's my nightmare one right now. Oh, wow. And then uh, Josie, the youngest of the three that I have on the outside, <laughs> she was a nightmare for 14 months. And I swear that that was like me. Like I ruined her. And, no. it, and it was like, I think it was the breastfeeding. You know, I was like nursing her to sleep and then she was waking multiple times throughout the night, um, you know, just to like, and I didn't even feel like she was hungry. Right. I felt like it was, I yeah. need my mom for the comfort and that's, to go back yeah. down. That's exactly what it was. Um, yeah. And so it sounds like it stopped, which is good. It stopped that, when I stopped breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah. Which is difficult also. I know. It's really hard. I know. And it's hard for the child then to figure out, well, how do I soothe myself? Like, how yeah. do you know? I'm used to being fed or I'm used to mommy or I'm used yeah. to something. Yeah. And now it's taken away. So that's that's another prop that I work with a lot with, you know, with parents and children yeah. and, and helping them teach the child how to settle themselves down, like when you put them to bed, yeah. so that they're not waking up looking for you or looking for nursing or looking for anything. They're yeah. 
they have their own skills and their own techniques and they can do it themselves. So what are some of those like techniques that you teach to parents? Yes. So if you're feeding to sleep, I'm going to change the feeding to a different time in your schedule. So instead of it being the last step of the routine, you're going to make it the first step. So you'll feed the baby, then maybe you'll take a bath, you'll put on their pajamas. Um, I love sleep sacks. I think those are the greatest things for these babies. I Um, think so too. They're so cozy. They're perfect for them. It makes, it tells them it's, it's sleep time. Yeah. Um, You know, you can sing a little song or read a book or, you know, do something else with them just to keep them, you know, make them understand part of your routine and make them understand that it is nighttime. And then you put them in their crib awake, yeah, not asleep, um, not wide awake, they should be relaxed, they should be awake, but they should know they're going into their crib. So a lot of parents make the it's not really a mistake, but their habit has been to feed the baby till they fall asleep. And then they put them in the crib. And then the baby wakes up screaming. (laughs) Where did you go? Why did you abandon me? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, but if you put yourself in their position, think about it, like you're all scary, probably. Totally. (laughs) You're warm, you're cozy, you're in your mommy's arms, you know, maybe you're breastfeeding. And you're so it's so you know, you hear your mother's heartbeat. And then all of us and you're asleep and you're you know, and you're so you feel so good. And then all of a sudden, you're in this cold crib with nothing around, you know, it's, it's really startling. Yeah. So, you know, I I try to explain if you're, um, if you put them to sleep, if you put them in their crib before they're asleep, they're aware of where they are. And then it's up to them to figure out how to put themselves to sleep, because that's really what you're doing. You're teaching them how to go to sleep. And you're giving them those skills, which is, first of all, it's building confidence in themselves, which they're going to carry into the rest of their lives as they grow, because they're not relying on you for every little thing. Right. So you're guiding them, and you're giving them these skills. So do you use like different methods for each family? Or is there like one preferred method that you use? There's lots of different methods. I use gentle methods. So um, anything that I use is is not very harsh. Um, There's lots of different techniques. And there's lots of different ways. And, and I try to talk to the parents to understand what they're comfortable with. Right. Um, So another misconception is that they don't, you know, parents don't want their babies to cry, right? All babies cry. It's the way they communicate. They don't know how to verbalize. I'm upset. I'm hungry. I'm frustrated. I'm tired. I'm whatever they're feeling. They don't know how to do that. So all all they know how to do is cry. And that's even for toddlers. Toddlers get frustrated too. And what do they do? They have a tantrum and they cry. Sometimes I cry. I cry all the time. (laughs) I get frustrated and I cry. That's me too. Um, But yeah, so you you have to understand that if you're going into this, your baby's going to cry. The difference with working with someone like me is yeah. that I use gentle methods. So yeah. when the baby cries, you and I are going to come to some sort of a understanding as to what you're comfortable with and how long you're comfortable letting your baby cry. Yeah. If it's one minute, 
that's what it is. Right. That's fine. If you can let the baby cry for five minutes, which is a really long time. Great. It's a really Do long that. time. Yeah. It's a really long time. I think like one or two minutes is usually what happens. And, you know, so the, the key, it's not really a question of whether or not they're crying and how long they're crying. The question is how often you're going to respond to their cries and what your time frame is. And you yeah. have to choose a time and be consistent with it. So right. if we say we're going to, you know what, we're going to let it go for one minute, you time yourself for 60 seconds for a full minute, and then you go in yeah. and then you go back, you know, and then you step away or you go back out again. And then a minute later, you go back in. And so you be very consistent with it so that the baby is learning. I'm crying. Mommy's here, but I have to do this myself. Because I feel like a lot of new parents kind of get hung up on the cry it out method. And that that's like scary and I don't want to do it. And, you know, it makes me feel bad or whatever, like your hang up issue is. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of parents that I've talked to kind of have like this preconceived notion that hiring a sleep consultant equals cry it out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, And I feel like, you know, the majority of sleep consultants that I've had like interactions with or talked to kind of have more of this like gentle approach that like you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really like as new moms, all we need is support. Like I cannot stress this enough. And like, you know, I wish that, when I had Josie, who is the baby, um, and I went through 14 months of like this severe oh. <laughs> sleep deprivation, I'm like, why were you not getting help? And I just didn't know any better, you know? Yeah. And um, so that's like one thing that I hope that my listeners and followers can like take away. Go get the help and support. Yes, like it's so worth it. I promise you. It is. And there's and you know what? What works for you may right. not work for me, but it to me it doesn't matter. I want to right. do what works for you. Right. So if you and um and like you were talking about like the whole cry it out method, mm-hmm. you know what? If you're not comfortable with that, we're not gonna do it. Right. So you're gonna have to understand your baby's going to cry but you're not leaving the baby. You're responding to the baby. You're not ignoring him or her. Like you're, right. you're right there and you're telling them I'm here. I love you. Yeah. I know you can do this. And yeah. you're giving them these important skills that they're going to have. Like yeah. you don't realize it now, but really as they get older and they're more self-sufficient, you're going to see like it, it started right from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it really does. Yeah. And it's never too late to start, you know, if they've developed some sort of habit or routine that you're not comfortable with, even if they're three, four or five years old, you can change that and you can help them change it. And, you know, and that's your role as a mother. Yeah. What are like the ages that you feel like you work with the most? Um, well, I work with newborn through, I think the oldest I've ever worked with was an eight year old. Mm-hmm. But I think the most common ages are like six or seven months old, yeah. about a year old, and then toddlers, anywhere yeah. from like two, three and four year olds. And they're all for different reasons. 
So like a six or seven month old might be going through a sleep regression and just need or never really established any kind of schedule. Right. So I'll help them figure that out at like a year old, you know, babies change at that point. They're sort of that in between baby and toddler stage. And there's a lot of a lot going on. (laughs) There's a lot going on. So that's another time where it's like really important to help get everybody back on a schedule, start establishing really healthy routines. And then toddlers, because it's very behavioral where they're asserting their independence (laughs) and and they're going through that so is my much. Beatrice. <laughs> she <laughs> came out of the womb like that. Like she's going to be like that her whole life, asserting <laughs> her will. And <laughs> that's awesome. That's I love it. Life. I'm here for it. But being your mom is not not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. So it's um, you know, so yeah. And I really find like you know the toddlers. It's really behavioral where you yeah. really have to help them figure out where they can assert their independence. Totally agree. But you have to give them boundaries and guidelines and really help them with it. Yeah. It's hard to navigate. It's really hard. (laughs) Being a parent is so complex, isn't it? (laughs) I'm like, there's just so many different layers of like all these things that we do to kind of shape you and mold you into the human you're going to be. So true. It's hard. I'm like, didn't you come with a manual? (laughs) And then the next one comes and they're completely different. You got to do it all different. And you're like, what in the world? (laughs) I know. I find that so much. I know I, I work with so many families where they're like, my first one was nothing like this. Right. I thought I had it all down. I can't right. believe I'm calling you. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Everyone's they're all different. different. Yeah. They're all different. Yeah. And you want them to be. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's hard as like mom trying to stay yeah. on top of multiple different oh, personality really types. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> totally hard. Yeah, Godspeed, parents. Well, <laughs> Carla, um, where can my listeners and followers find you? So I'm on Instagram at Slumberland Solutions, Um, Facebook also Slumberland Solutions, and I have a website. Same thing, (laughs) SlumberlandSolutions.com. Yeah, Um, and how do they? How do they get like connected to um, working with you? Is that through your website? Well, they can, yeah, you can contact me um, through any of those vehicles, you know, through social media or my website, totally fine. Um, And I try to respond to every comment or every question. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and I'll, you know, and then I also offer a free 15 minute consultation where you can, we can set up a schedule a phone call so that, um, you know, we both know that we're both available and we have a few minutes to chat and you can tell me whatever's going on, whatever the challenges are, and we can talk about it. I'm happy to give you some suggestions or recommendations for whatever it is that's going on. And from there, we can discuss whether or not working together makes sense, whether it's needed. Sometimes it's just a quick question like, 
you know, I don't get it. I've been nursing my baby to sleep and they waking up all night. I'm like, you know, try changing the bedtime to the beginning of your routine and see how it goes. And a couple of days later, work like a charm yeah. or it's just not working and I don't know what else to do. And then maybe we'll go further. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then we discuss going for, you know, talking about putting together a customized plan and working together for two, you know, it's two full weeks that we would work together. Yeah. Um, I would give you a, a, which like, if that doesn't like hook you, I don't know what will like, if yeah, somebody no, can tell me like, Hey, in two weeks, like two we're going to do, yep. do something. Yeah. You'll tell the baby you'll be sleeping. You'll be sleeping. <laughs> everyone's feeling better. It's yeah. yeah, it's great. And then even, you know, like within those two weeks, like, so really the way it works is I will put together a, a very individualized plan for you, yeah. you know, based on what our conversation was, we'll go over the plan. If it's local, I'm happy to, you know, come to your home. It's not necessary, but I'm happy to, yeah. and, or we can do it over the phone and we go through the plan in detail. We make sure that you're comfortable with whatever the methods and techniques and the routine and the schedule, you know, everything, no more questions. Like you, you know what you're doing. We're going to hang up before we hang up. I'm going to ask you, you know, what are you doing tonight? What's the first thing you're going to do? And we're going to go through your whole evening. What are you going to do when the baby wakes up in the middle of the night? You know, how are you going to approach them? And, you know, we're going to, before we hang up, then we're going to hang up. And you're going to go through, you know, the whole thing, you're going to do it yourselves. And then the next day, we're going to touch base, and we're going to either talk or text or whatever it is. And just, you know, how was it? And if you have 55 million questions, we're going to hop on the phone again, if it was just one or two things or whatever it is. And then for two weeks, we're going to just be in constant communication. And within those two weeks, usually it's like a week, week and a half, you're going to see a huge improvement in you, your baby, your life, everything. And then we just finish it up. And by the end, you know, it should be good. Yeah. Like everybody go get the help. If you're not sleeping, <laughs> Contact Carla, because it's a nightmare. You do not have to suffer. There are people out there that will help you. Totally. You know, yeah. It it yeah. takes a village, and I think like hiring a sleep consultant when you need it to be part of your village for two weeks. <laughs> like that's crazy yeah. not to be doing this. Like, oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, there's no reason for you not to be sleeping. Everyone, yes. everyone, needs we need it, it. <laughs> and it's um and it's right there. There's yeah. no reason not to. Yeah. Well, Carla, thank you so much for joining us. Um. Cheers to good sleep. Yes, and... sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sweet dreams. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Did you enjoy this episode? Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mimosas with Moms. And you can email me at the number two mimosamoms at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.